Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Okay, the room tone has been received. It's time for a little sound checky check check. Tyrone Swoops, I did it again. Used to play QB, now we're tied in. Ooh, Ooh baby, baby, baby. All right, that sounds pretty good to me. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here, I'm supposed to be the franchise player, and we're in here talking about practice. Clock at five. Pass is intercepted at the goal line by Malcolm Butler. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. History final. Back. Gives it to Jenkins for the championship. He's going for the corner. He's got it. Bases loaded. Two out. We're back, baby. It's the cherry stripe. Hit your free throws because they free. Sewed 134 coming at you. Hotter than sewed 133. And I'm flanked on my left and right by defensive coordinator Alex Tosk the Rock Tosopolis and head coach Joshua Fisher. Bouncing a wow, wow. Nikki Snacks quite a calling a game. I'm calling the game. Struggling with cardinal directions, but uh, wait, no, just wow. I just struggled with. Uh, Ripping you, so oh, <laughs> nice. Toss. Wait, Oops. so you're not on my left? Oh, that's right, you're on my right. I said no. That. You just it took you a while to get there. Yeah, I just it's all good. Just trying to remember what we say, you know. Yeah, it's all. But good. then I said cardinal directions, which is north, south, east, east and west, west which but is just you know so what wrong. else we say what? that we're brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network in L.A. I just got one question for you guys. What's that, man? Do you believe? All right, let's get started. APU, as per usual, some fan questions. Question number one. Dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe, who's the best non-superstar to play with in 2K? And that's from Jesse in Connecticut. This is a tough one. I think we should all go down the line and rip one because I think we're all going to have different ones. Uh, I could kick it off first because I'm very adamant about mine. Is, when, is it like just I ever? Gonna say below average ever? at 2K, but yeah, go ahead. I'm not below. I'm average at 2K. Well, is, you're just very good. Are we answering this question you're yeah, like ever throughout the 2K franchise or just like right now? Because I don't play 2K right now. I used to play it a lot like back in the day. Let's just go. Let's see. Like two, I think you could say like if someone back in the day was a real superstar for you, as in like a superstar off the bench, then like say that guy. Okay, yeah, like, I have one. Okay, don't. Cool. I think we can go like the last 10 years. Is that fair? Yeah, yeah. Go for it, Josh. Okay, I'm going to go with Andre Iguodala because for some reason his gameplay in that game is fantastic. Now, he doesn't hit the three as well as I'd like, but he hits the three in the game better than I would think, better than he does in real life. And I just like a guy that can get to the rack and play good D. A fast guy, a shifty guy, a guy that can have the ball in his hands and slash and kick out and pass. I just dominate with Iguodala. And it's not even with him on the Warriors, man. I was good with him whenever he was on like the Sixers. But that's the thing, though, the is when he was on the Sixers, he was a, a like an all star. 
He was, we're talking 80, I mean, we're going to throw out some ratings here. We're talking a guy who 80, was like 88, 88, 88 he was 89, 89, almost pushing 90. He was, he was sick on the Sixers. Okay, then it doesn't have to be, it has to be a guy that's like less than like an 85. I'm t- yeah, a guy that like on most NBA rosters in is on the, is in the, like maybe upper 70s and is coming off the bench. Corver? Can I say him? Sure. Yeah. He was an all-star once, but like, come on. No, 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 no. Yeah. He's, yeah. I, that's could, a good pick. That's a good pick. I mean, a guy that can just, if he's open for the corner three, you could just stroke it. Yeah. yeah. Just let it fly. I mean, if you're playing with that little shot meter and you've I'm got chilling, it down, it's dude, every single time. I, I got two guys. My first one, Nick Young, Swaggy Pete. He shot the lights out. And I don't remember which 2K it was, but he, he had like the best, easiest release on mm. three-pointers. Mm. And also like he could yam too. So he got he got hot pretty. And quickly. his name is Swaggy Pig. Swaggy Pig, well, right? Noodles, but and yeah. Then, noodles, yeah. <laughs> and then that's the great. second player is J.R. Smith because you hit one shot with him, he already has like the on fire. Yeah, he's got like the the heating up. He thing heats or whatever. up quicker yeah. than anybody. Yeah, I mean, mine is just stalwart defender, great at flopping, draws the charge quite well, knocks down the three pointer. Also has just a great shaggy head of hair, Ron Baker. Oh, come on. That's not you. You're just giving a shout out to the guy who asked the question. Yeah, I will single-handedly beat Jesse Koretz in 2K with Ron Baker. No way. No one else will score. That's blasphemous. Okay, no. But a guy that I actually... This is kind of a throwback. um, If we never got robbed and still had our 2K, I I would be able to beat you with that argument. If you if you pledge to score with no one but Ron Baker, I would wipe the floor with you. The funny thing is, you know that that's not true. <laughs> I would wipe the floor. With I'd you. be interested to see this go down. I, if we were never robbed and still had our two K and that Xbox, I would smack you. Mm. I would I would smack you. Nah. I would George Foreman grill smack you, dude. George Foreman, Walt Frazier smack you. Wow. In round two. And all the okay. Clubber Lang, Rocky three, oh. beat you in the first go. He killed Mick. That was a that was a bummer. He didn't like. Yeah, I mean, I guess he's the catalyst for Mick's murder. That's true. Yeah, and Mick then Rocky t- comes back with vengeance. But Mick took terrible care of himself. It was that not blatant to anybody else? I'm watching these Rocky ones and these Rocky twos, and I get to Rocky three. I'm like, maybe he's training these guys. He's giving all his health advice. Maybe someone should go to Mick and be like, hey. I'm not gonna, you don't have to jump rope for 20 minutes here, but like get on the treadmill, go for a walk or something. Stop like eating Cracker Jacks and drinking brews. It, it would have been nice to have seen Rocky and also Mick work with the dialect coach because it was really hard to understand both, both of, them. of them. Both of them. Both yeah. of them. But that's just, you know. Both of them. Yeah. That's just the original yeah, no, but, taste of culture that you get there. That's true. Yeah, that's true. true. My, my guy that I think was great in like the mid-2000s for the for the Suns, and then he went to the Knicks, but not so much when he was on the Knicks. Quinton Richardson, mm. he was good, sick like three it. point shooter, sick dunker, which were like the two things that you do in two K. You either shoot threes or you dunk, and he was great at both of them. Are Antoine Jameson and Jay Rich too good to be mentioned? I think no, I think so. Yes, because Jay so. Rich is like the best version of what Quinton Richardson was. Heard that because he was the best dunker, the best three point shooter. All right, yeah, he was nasty. Great good, good question, though. Yeah. Great question. Question number two, dear Josh, Nick, and Tossman, Trade Stripe, is Jay Cutler the biggest waste of talent due to laziness ever? And that's from Dan in New York. <sighs> I there's been some lazy dudes. You know, you look down the line, and he's not the laziest. Mm. He might not be the most passionate, but he's not the laziest. I, I, Nick, I think that is the exact word you can use. He's definitely, it's just the crazy thing to me with this guy was he gets them to the playoffs. Like when he was on the Bears, he continuously got them to the playoffs. And like there was one year where like it's like the fourth quarter and like where he gets injured in like the second quarter, sits out the third. And in order to play the rest of the game, you, you have to come back in the third if you want to yeah. play the fourth. You can't just miss the third quarter and, not, and then come back in the fourth. It doesn't go like that. 
you know, but he sits out. Like, you, dude, dude, no. No, no, and no. I don't care if you're playing Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. I don't care where you're playing. I don't care if you're losing. If you want to win a chance, if you want to send a message to your team, you, you play that game. Of course. No matter what, dude. I don't care if you're Theismond. You play that game. It's kind of ridiculous. And that's like the passion thing. Yeah, it's this the guy passion. played with, like, like dude, people make jokes about him smoking cigs on the sideline. <laughs> would you have ever, I would not have been shocked if Jay Chicken Cutlet was ripping just cigs. Ripping, like, rolling his own cigs on, like, a pack of American spirits. I can see it. Just, like, little parchment papers. I've been living my life thinking that, that was true. That he was smoking cigs on the sideline. Yes. Could, like, exactly. Like, I'm not, like, surprised. I, I mean,. I don't think that he's the laziest guy no, because no. it's just like a. And I think is he a is he a lazy football player? Yes. Is he a lazy entertainer and entrepreneur? No. Because no. look who he's married to and look what he's doing now. Hot wife. Could and he's got his own reality TV show. He's doing great right now. He's kind of crushing it. I just like I, he could, he had teams that were good, and I don't know if he could have won. He a also Super Bowl. won an MVP with the Broncos. He never won the MVP, dude. He t- he did win the MVP for the Broncos. It was like the same year that like Philip Rivers was like a run, like a runner up. I no think. way, really. I, I I'm I'm not gonna bet you my nutsack that he never won an MVP, but I'm like so close to betting my I mean, balls that he never won an MVP. It's dude. good thing that we have the Google here. Like, Let's see. What I could be year would this guy Wait, won the I'm MVP. so wrong. What, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking about, but in 2008, he there was something. No, that he happened. had a great year, man. I mean, I, I certainly years. think from a talent level, like just a guy that could sling it, like he he could do it. He, he was wasn't great. as lazy as like Albert Hainsworth, and that guy was lazy. He wasn't as lazy as like Jamarcus Russell. Like Jamarcus Russell had like like he was like three hundred pounds. He was like bigger than Tyron Smith. That guy plays left tackle for the Cowboys. Like what the hell was that? Like Jay Cutler, it was just a shame because everyone would always profess about how he's got this amazing arm, and it just and that literally goes to show me that you could throw the ball ninety five, you know, yards, and you could throw it a fucking mile. But I don't give a shit. I really don't. I mean, I, that's why I love Brady. Yet he gets low and away, ten yards, ten yards, ten yards. Drew Brees, yeah, Drew Brees can sling the rock, but Drew Brees hits his running back six yards out, coming out of the backfield. You know, like hit, going to the sideline. I mean, Marcus, I st- Marcus Matt Colton's Ryan has a better receiver. has a better arm, like throwing power wise than both those guys. Matt Ryan could gun it. Yeah, the, Staff, Stafford, Stafford could throw farther than all of them. But and we're talking about two of the top. Four quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, and and I still think that there are other quarterbacks in the league right now who can throw it further than them. But that doesn't necessarily matter. Like Mahomes, like the the the. Way I mean, he can he can throw far. Yeah, he but that, that's not what impresses me. The zip Mahomes has. That's what impresses me. The how fast Mahomes gets the ball out to a Travis Kelsey ten yards out. That's impressive. Yeah, any like a lot of these guys can touch it, man. Vic had a sick arm. You know, McNabb had a cannon. These guys have cannon. Like, if you're starting quarterback in the NFL and you're making Pro Bowls, you could throw the rock a mile. You can. You could spin some leather. You could spin some leather, bro. But like that's like Jay Cutler like didn't have that finesse or didn't care to utilize it or or or, or just left it out of his game in those big moments. He was completely shut down. So is he lazy? Is he the laziest player ever? No. Is he the biggest waste of talent ever? Definitely not. But it's it's like it's like a blemish. He's like not like you know he could have. I don't I don't know if he could have been a Hall of Famer. No, no, no. But he could have been like Carson Palmer, good. Yeah. He could have been like that level good. Yeah. He just not. You just like your le- your Kyle like your you are your your career went in the way that the Kyle Orton trade was fair, and that and you're talented way more talented than Kyle Orton, even though Kyle Orton apparently is one of the most legendary partiers 
of all time and would love to get him on the show. Apparently, or, that, yeah, oh, there's yeah. a legendary pic of him like just wasted at a bar. It's Apparently, really he gets slammed, and I'm into that. You know, <laughs> okay, not from like a like a bro standpoint. Josh likes to get slammed by bros. I don't like to get slammed by bros. I like to get from a bro standpoint. With, from a, I like to get slammed with the bros. Oh. And you guys know <laughs> that, and you know that, and you go out with me, and you know that. Okay. All right, just move on to awesome. the third question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number three, dear Josh, Nick, and Tosh, send the charity stripe. What should Luke Walton's next step be? And that's from Alex in New York. He should go to Joshua Tree with his dad and just kind of figure it out. Trip, trip on some LSD <laughs> with I'm his dad. So, I'm so glad you answered that before that. I was about to give like a really serious answer, but that's totally what he should do. He needs to go find himself. Soul searching. Father. He needs to Luke do some soul Walton searching. should go on a father-son trip with Bill Walton. Take some whatevers. Shrooms. Peyote. Peyote, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. If they, Oh, dude. Bill Walton has definitely smoked peyote before. For sure. They should go howl at the moon. They should go whistle at the moon together. The two of them, a duo, should go whistle at the moon together. No, but I mean, why I say that, though, is because I think that people will come to Luke Walton. I think a job will present itself to him. I think Because I think he's he showed himself to be that decent enough of a coach and could be a, a very good coach. I, I just haven't really seen it. It's hard he's to, also young. It's hard to, he's still so young. It's hard young. to demonstrate your coaching ability when you're coaching LeBron because LeBron is a player coach. He and, should leave. He should leave. I think he should leave. Let yeah, go. I agree. Screw, I agree. Screw and go, and go see what he can do elsewhere. I think there's two jobs that are really going to present themselves, and I think he should jump at either one of them, and I think they're, they're both in the collegiate level. I think he should go to college. Okay. I think that's a good move. I think he can really dominate there. I think I, – I, I think Which programs? Uh, his uh, his alma mater and his dad's. Yeah, actually, I think Arizona job's gonna open up. Sean Miller gave everyone's like looking into this like tearful goodbye that Sean Miller gave. Um, you know, is the final home game. Uh, I don't know if Sean. I think Sean Miller sees the writing on the wall. We'll get into Will Wade. We talked about last last year that I, he was, he should have been out. I'm still I'm still adamant that he, I think this is I think this is his last season. I, he doesn't have much longer, man. The, the, the FBI probe with Will Wade, which we'll get into later. It, you you see this is going down. These guys aren't the, the FBI. It's a sports show. Why are we talking about this? It's, the FBI. Why are we talking about the FBI on a sports show? I, uh, that's not like we're oh. talking about it because it's relevant. But I'm saying like. When should those worlds collide? They Never. have now, dude. They have now, and it's like it's like it's not like it's like the IRS that could that just has like a lot of people to deal with. The IRS has to deal with everybody. Yeah, the FBI's Sam. FBI has to it's a more global scale thing, but it's definitely like less people than the IRS has to deal with. So they're more they're they're focused. They're more relentless. With their pursuit of people, this is not like you know. Yeah, I mean, if you get the FBI involved, they're not going to be like, oh, you know. Phew. This is well, we'll let this one slide. Exactly. No, the, the FBI is involved, but they're gonna come at you hard. If the FBI is involved, they're involved. This isn't like a who stole the cookie from the cookie jar kind of sitch. Who ate my who you know who ate my cereal? Why is my cereal undone? Who ate the last avocado? It's not like the who guys, stole the cookies in the cookie jar is like you knew who it was every single time. I've never been wrong. Have you? Well, no, but I mean, I feel like the accusation oftentimes comes from parents. In which case, like the perpetrator was me, the kid <laughs> taking the cookies from <laughs> the cookie jar. Who could have been? First of all, I never did not. I always admitted it. I'm like, hell yeah, I took a cookie. I took, I took. You good. ate the cookie. You got it. You, you got away with it. Like, who cares now? I yeah. I, sue me. I took the cookie. Exactly. As a little boy, like if like an elementary school teacher came up to me, he's like, "Who took the cookies from the cookie jar?" I would grab my boy bag, say, "I took two, run off." Your boy bag? Yeah. What is that? It's your backpack? My your balls? Oh, your balls. balls. Okay. Okay, great. I I thought that you had a miniature bag that you were carrying on your back. Were you in 
in the same boat as me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. His yeah. little like with like Ninja Turtles on mm-hmm. the back of it or something. Mm-hmm. Nah, that ain't me, bro. I was like, I was a Jansport guy. Oh. <laughs> Cool. Well, I think Jansport probably has Ninja Turtle backpacks, if I had to guess. That's your opinion. And Sponsor. moving on to question number four, <laughs> Jansport. Well, well, no, we didn't even get into this one a little. Let me like, a little elaborate on this one. I think UCLA's job's open. I think the Sean Miller situation, um, I think he's gone. I think Luke Walton should go back. I mean, they have Nico Mannion and they have Josh Green, two top ten prospects coming into Arizona. I think Arizona's program has to look at it and they go, we either go get Fred Hoiberg, we somehow poach Tony Bennett from Virginia, um, we maybe get the guys from Wichita State or Nevada, but that's I don't think that's as sexy enough for, to keep no, Nico Mannion and Josh not. Green. I think they get Bennett, they get Hoiberg, or they get they go get Luke Walton somehow, and they throw him a lot of money, and that's their move. That's their move, dude. Be he cool. should go. He should go back to his alma mater. Mannion's a four-year player there. Mannion's a good player. Mannion's a great player. I'm so pumped for him. Yeah, he's got and he's like the hair. He's, he's also like, Chase Chase Budinger. Yeah. Redhead, he's, Arizona. He, he's about to be. The, he's about to be the Sean White of basketball. I mean, and I think he's clearly Ooh. he's clearly better than, or he will be better than Chase Buttinger. Yeah, I think he's gonna be. A, he's gonna be a first round pick, for sure. I like it. Maybe a lotto pick. Um, but yeah, now we can move on to question number four. Oh, thanks, of course, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number four. Do the New York Yankees have the best bullpen ever? And that's from Michael in Austin, Texas. I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. I've been saying this. I, I mean, this is the best bullpen I've ever seen. I mean, if you got a guy like Batances, Araldus Chapman, I mean, he's their closer, but you have Adam Adovino. I mean, you, you get Zach Britton back. Like, this is absurd. Chad Green. I mean, he, it's an interesting thing, Nick, because, you know, I was looking at it, and you could definitely attest to this. Like, growing up, and like, even like prior to growing up, like, the reliever is not like a old thing. No. You know, the reliever's kind of like, it's like Raleigh Fingers. Dennis Eckersley, you know these guys like made it famous, right? Then you bring in the guys like Smolty, well, Moe, Hoffman, you don't and like, Gagne. Like, but you go back to like the best bullpens well, you, when we grew up, and it was because like I like looked at the best bullpens, like like the Twins in '06 had a sick one, and it, but that's like primarily because they have Joe Nathan, who's nasty. Well, the and, thing like, is, you they, look these, back at these and like you're not like thinking about these. Okay, let's think about the superstar relievers back in the day. There weren't. I any. can't think of any. Because, I can think of the closers, but that's different. Yeah, because these starters are going seven, almost eight innings versus five and six. But now, like your setup man and your and your like seventh inning relief man is is just as important sometimes as your closer. The Yankees changed the game with the Miller Batances chat. Uh, Miller Batances situation. Yeah. Well, now they even there's a new stat that like they didn't even keep track of. And back Robertson then. holds holds. Yeah. They don't even keep track of holds back. Holds is new. Exactly. Holds is very new, and the, the the Indians like with Andrew Miller and Cody Allen have changed the game. And now you have like you need these guys. Like the Rays have like taken it to like the nth degree. They they the start whole, with a reliever sometimes. These, the guys like pitch like one or two innings for an entire game. They have three. They have Morton. They have Glass now, and they have Snell. As yeah, starters. I mean we we had a, a couple games last year where the Rays started Sergio Romo. He was their starting pitcher, and they used him for like an inning or two. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's interesting, honestly. I can't. I don't think that's sustainable. No, but the Yankees. I mean, the only thing I could think of is like because now teams didn't focus on it. It's like the same thing with like no shit. The Warriors are the best team ever because free agency was never what it was back in the day. You know, right? It, it, like, I could like I'm trying to really rattle my brain because your your franchise players stayed on the franchise, stayed and re-signed. on the franchise, and resigned, got like their the, big contracts. Like, and, yeah, you got your big contract, you resigned, or you drafted well. Like, right, right. Obviously, the Lakers went out and got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but they drafted James Worthy. They drafted Magic Johnson. 
You know, the Celtics in, in, in trades got with via draft got like got McHale and they drafted Larry and they and then the, the trade they got Robert Parrish and like the, the big free agent move I could think of was has to be Shaq to the Los Angeles Lakers from Orlando. That's the biggest one I could think of off the top of my head. And that was like the really catalyst. So this whole new thing with the Warriors is new. Sports are always changing. So do the Yankees have the best bullpen ever by default? I mean, the only one that can really touch it is the Royals when they won the World Series with Soria, Holland, and Herrera. I mean, that was also like, it I was mean, great, I guess but, that was the, but this is, it blows it out of the water. No, I think. because exactly, because Britain and Chapman. Britain almost won the Cy Young two years ago. He should, I, yeah, I was like adamant he should have, honestly. Britain and Chapman and Batantis, I would go out on a limb and say all three of those guys are better than all three of those guys. Oh, yeah. They would be the best reliever on that team. I agree. And then out of, and you're, you and I are massive out of, you know, fans. We are. And that's why I think the Yankees are going to make scary, a huge yeah, run of the, the playoffs. I mean, if you, only have to pitch your starter. You're like a lock to only pitch them six innings max. Max. Like you're looking pretty good. Or you can like rest guys. You could. You don't have to pitch. You don't have to pitch Chapman in every like. You'd save Chapman. Yeah. Like it's the same thing with like with the Rams try. Even even though Gurley was more hurt than we thought, it's the same thing the Rams try to do with Gurley and like C.J. Anderson. Or you try to do with your guys when you rest guys, keep them fresh for the playoffs because that's when you really need them. Mm-hmm. Like Chapman's got to pitch like two innings in the playoffs. Or three sometimes. Like Miller had to pitch games in the playoffs too. Like Mad Yeah, but he started as a as a starter though. They toyed with him, but like he Miller. Oh, Andrew Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Came yeah. into the league as a yeah, starter. Andrew Miller came to the league as a starter. That's correct. Yes, I think meant Chapman. Um, they talked about Chapman going to be a starter, but that can that, that would not that, work. That wouldn't work, dude. You he'd, lose. Wa- he'd walk like ten batters a game. Yeah, he he. Yeah, you can't have him there. Um. I, I'm interested, man. I think I think if this team is just on paper. I hate to say it, it's just too, too good. I mean, like the Severino injury is a little scary. Uh, CC's not there to start the season, but this team is too good for me, man. I think I I, I just like them. I, they're I my favorite right now. They're they're my favorite too, followed by the Strohs, followed by the Sox. All right, moving on to question number five. Dear Josh, Nick, and Toss from the Charity Stripe, should the Texas Longhorns fire Shaka Smart? And that's from Josh in Alston. Uh, yeah, I think it's time. Yeah, get get him out of here, man. I'm sorry. It's the same thing with Charlie Strong. I think Charlie Strong's a good X's and O's guy. I think he belongs to dominate in the mid-level like Louisville, you know, or USF. I think Shaka was great for VCU. But this is a big program with big-time, you know, alum with big-time expectations. This isn't a mom-pop shop. I'm sorry, it's just not. You're playing in the Big 12 for a university that expects you to go out and compete with Kansas. Like, Texas Tech? Texas Tech is going to win a Big 12? That's what's that. They, they're the regular season winner of the Big 12. That's what's going down? Like, the Jared Allen thing, he comes in, we're not that great. And everyone's like, what do you oh, mean, not that great? We sucked. We were trash. 11, what, 11, so bad. no, okay, not that great. We sucked, we sucked booty. Didn't make the didn't make the tournament. We were terrible, horrible. We were we were eleven and twenty two. Okay, we're disgusting. We, yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I I oversold. I undersold a little bit. We were terrible. How I yeah. Jared Allen, look at what he's doing in the NBA. But that's my point, dude. Like, and then we look what Mo Bamba is going to do when he's fully healthy for for an entire season. You know what he's going to do? He's going to average three blocks a game. And he's going to and he's going to go eight and ten. That is my point. We are we and we would sit back and be like, you know what? Jared Allen's overrated. You know what? He's Fuck. sick. Oh, yeah, he's like blocking LeBron. Like, he's good, dude. He's blocking we, everyone. Sorry, he's blocking everyone. 
like he was you, a steal for the Nets, like twenty two oh overall, twenty like two, seventeen or something like that. I think he was twenty two, like, twenty two, yeah, around there. Like, dude, like you know what, man? I can't deal with this anymore because we say it all the time in college basketball. You need the guard that can, you know, ice the game, hit daggers, and you need that big man that could clean up shop and dominate. And we had. Back to back, or like with a no, year. back to back to back, back to back. Miles to back. Turner, Miles Turner. Well, well Miles Turner. Was there was one year where Miles was okay. gone. Yeah. yeah, but in a four-year span, we had three. Yeah, and dude, that, dude, we had we had two guys that could have taken that aspect out of the game completely. Like Mo Bamba can shut down the entire interior. Our offense continuously stagnant. How do you not keep Isaiah Taylor on the roster for his senior year? How does he leave? How does your best player, who clearly is not going to get drafted in the NBA, but could get drafted the following year, how do you let him leave? I would, the only thing that, the only, Shaka's only saving grace is that the Andrew Jones, and I think Andrew Jones would have been our best player this year, that is a terrible situation and completely horrific and unfortunate, and that did not fall in his favor. But outside of that, this guy's had good players on his team, and even like this, this could have been a year to strike, man. Look, he's... He's kind of uh he's four years into his uh, UT career, you know, and uh, he's sixty one and fifty nine, which is barely over five hundred. And for a big program like Texas, that just it's not going to cut it. Nope. No. And not to mention, his first year was his best year, so he's only gotten worse over his over his tenure, yeah. which is just you cannot regress. You gotta Texas. you gotta get better. Like that's why you know we were patient with you know, um, Charlie. Charlie, yeah. Because he was a little bit better that first year, Tom was a little bit better. We were a little bit more. We're oh, hopeful. I, I think Tom's right at home. I think he's safe for a long time. Yeah, no, but I mean, his dude. first year though, I know he, he I know. got a little bit better, and then you know, there's promise, and then he delivers that right. next year. Oh, he delivered. He delivers. You there's you gotta let the, their first year. It's different in college. It's like, tough. It's, it's tough th- to come into a college basketball massive program with football. huge prestige and. Yeah, but it's a little different than football because the football guy, the guys in football can't leave after their freshman and sophomore. They have to wait to at least their third year. Regular. At the very least, they can, as redshirt sophomores, they can leave. Yeah, but he came into a UT team that had some of the most veteran depth I've seen Ebay, in the last 10 years. Feliz, I mean, like Isaiah. Cam Ridley was dope, dude. Cam, yeah, Cam Ridley, Shaquille him. Clear, Prince yeah, Ebay. Kendall Yancey was a junior, uh, Demarcus Holland. Great defender, guard off the off the bench who started, you know, at the end of the season. I, like they had a really solid team. He won twenty games with them, and then he gets a sweet recruit in Jared Allen and just boshes it. I would love. I mean, I think there's no way he ever goes to college. Whereas like Luke Walton, that could totally go to college. Jason Kidd will never go to college, but that'd be if we if we we're like the program that can throw money at him. And I hate to be outlandish on the show, but like, come on. Throw some money at Jason Kidd, you think? Throw some money at throw some money at somebody. We are not the program that gets the the up and comer. That's no. not Texas, dude. No, no, no. It's not. I'm sorry. This isn't. Uh, this isn't like you know a, a school like 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 a like a Nova or like an Xavier or a Georgetown who who re- relies on got their seniors and juniors and can rely on an X and O guy. And they they can you know have a guy come up and take a shot on a guy who they think could be good and has a lot of potential. That's what Texas did with Shaka Smart. Shaka Smart was dominant at at, at a, in a microscope. Who were even the can- who were even the candidates when he got hired? Who were the other options that they were looking at? 
I don't. I, I honestly don't remember off the top of my head. I'll admit that. And it's. I remember being excited about it, but I wasn't stoked. I thought it was a good hire. I'm not gonna say I thought it was a bad hire because everyone, everyone, I thought it was a good hire. So did everybody. Everyone had a lot of. Faith he's also in... like he's a good guy. Like he, no. players, coach like, the players love yeah, him. Players love him. The students There's love him. Nothing like... against him as a person, as a leader, as a mentor, and as a developer of young minds. I'm sure he's fantastic and checks all the boxes to the maximum in all those fields. He's that. Listen, he he was good enough to get the job. That is impressive in itself. You gotta, you gotta. That's a win in my book. He just isn't not the guy for this program for this stage. Like even like Tennessee, like I don't like Rick Barnes was good. I think Rick Barnes is better than Chaka Smart, but even Rick Barnes couldn't deliver. He had Ford, he had KD, he had Lamarcus Aldridge. Like where were you, dude? AB Bradley. Like what were you? PJ Tucker goes doing, on. man. Yeah, like where were you? Why were those teams like one Final Four? Same thing, like, like Sean Miller is a good recruiter, a fantastic recruiter, actually. He's got, like, what, one Final Four? Or, like, not even, like, one Elite Eight? Like, that, you, you, you can't have that. You can't have a guy that's just a good recruiter or just a good X and O guy. I mean, the best two guys, the reason, like, Beheim and Roy Williams are the perfect at both. Obviously, Krzyzewski's fantastic. I think Calipar is a little bit of a better recruiter than he is a coach. But Beheim, if he needs to go out and recruit, oh, he'll go do it. He went out and got Carmelo Anthony. You know, the top recruit outside of LeBron that year. Okay? But if he needs to be an X's and O guys and just have juniors and seniors and let it ride, he can do that. Same with Roy Williams. You know, Shock is not the guy. I would love to give, like, oh, this is who they should go after. I don't have a solution off the top of my head. It'd be interesting to see if they actually go out and get Fred Hoiberg. Do you think that it's a plausibility toss? That guy's unemployed. Fred Hoiberg? I don't know. I don't know if he'll go coach college. Where did he coach last? The Bulls. I'm more employed than Fred Hoiberg is right now. Interesting. Not for long. And I'm sure his next deal would be, will eventually, will blow my hmm. current paychecks out of the water. So we all think that they should fire Shaka Smart. Do we all think that they will? Yes or no down the line? No. I think they will. I think if we miss the tournament, they will, yeah. Hell yeah. But I think we're going to, I don't know. I just feel like we're going to sneak in the tournament because we're Texas. And knock and off like, somebody? No, and lose in the first round, probably. But we lost to Object- I mean, this is my obje- objective opinion. I will be rooting for the Horns, obviously, but I'm, that's why I wear my Texas beanie. But it's I just. Back to back weak losses in the tourney. Yeah. We lost to Nevada in a game we were winning. He lost to Butler that the one year he was there. Eight game game we were winning or should have won. What about what about the um what was it the Northern Illinois was it Northern Illinois? Ali Farouk Manesh? Northern Iowa. Northern Iowa. I was sitting Ugh. under I was sitting under the basket when Ugh. I went in. That was I was terrible. heckling Kurt Warner, who was sitting across from us the entire game. Yeah, yelling. I, I lost my voice. I, was yelling I watched at that Kurt game. Warner I watched so that game in uh Las Vegas in my hotel room and I was like, Oh, I'm just gonna go lose a bunch of money now. Yeah. Literally. Vegas. So, all right. Time. Yeah, fan Great questions. fan questions this week, guys. Keep them coming. DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Love them. Uh, moving on to the next segment. You got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Are you kidding me? This guy, are you kidding me? Kidding me. Are you kidding me or what? You've got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. Oh, you got to be kidding me. You got to be kidding me. The Pittsburgh Steelers. What are you thinking? To just take a third and a fifth round pick for Antonio Brown? Pathetic, dude. Like, that's all you could get for the best wide receiver in the NFL? Pathetic. Pathetic. Pathetic, dude. Like, what? They're asking for a first. 
and we're all sitting here. You know what? They're not going to get a first, but they'll get an early second. You know, I'm think I'm thinking like the Bucks maybe give their second round pick. Maybe the Packers give the second round pick. What do you and think the Bills offered? What do I think the Bills offered? I because think, because Antonio Brown snubbed that trade. He said, "No, I'm not going to the Bills." First of Why all, why does he have the power in the situation? I mean, the Steelers. Do I need to say it? You know what I'm going to say. What I think of the Steelers organization right now. Say it. Pathetic. I mean, like the whole <laughs> Le'Veon Bell. Situation, oh, I should have saw that coming. <laughs> the whole Le'Veon Bell situation was complete debacle. I mean, Big Ben is apparently running the squad. I mean, who knows what to believe? Antonio Brown's running around willy-nilly with a blonde mustache. I mean, what is going on over there? What is happening in that city? Unless they revamp the defense and free agency and I eat my words, so be it. How do you not get a how do you not get a second round pick for the best wide receiver in football? This is like the exact same thing when the Raiders ironically traded Randy Moss to the Patriots for a third round pick. And he, I mean, this and he wasn't even at the top of his game at that point. This is the same situation. Gruden did not give up not only his three of his first round picks, he kept his second. He kept his second round pick. He didn't even he has he has two picks in the second round in 2020 and he has two first round picks in 2020 and he he he, he keeps those both. I mean, oh my god. And the Steelers are going slapping high fives in the in the in the conference room. You know, chumming up? I don't think they're slapping high fives. I think they're like all right, great. He's gone. Like they should be packing. No, I mean let's they should be packing now. boxes, dude. Clearly, it was a he's got to go type of deal. We they were, just we were sitting in the living room, Toss and I, watching marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Maisel, and it's a I fantastic say, show. fantastic show. I'm about to binge that show after I've just binged. I've got, I've been on a binge thing lately with shows. I haven't done that. And in a pathetic month. thing. What was the last well? binge? <laughs> what, was what was the last binge? Or was it the Night Manager with Hugh Laurie from House? <laughs> Sick. Um, but yeah, the didn't you binge a uh, Seducation? No, was that well? was Toss. Toss? I just kind of like jumped in. Sex here Education. There. It's a great I, show. Great show. I kind of jumped in at the end of that. Um, but Toss and I were like, I was Toss like, oh, where'd he go? We're a little groggy. We went to the Raiders. We saw that coming, kind of. And then we're like, he went for a third and a fifth? And Toss, I thought Toss was going to cry. You were so distraught and appalled and embarrassed for the Steelers. I saw, I thought you were going to cry. I, you could I, I burned my yellow towel. You did <laughs> your burn terrible your, towel? Yep. You burned your, you did take his towel and he put it on the stove and hit the gas on. Yep. But it, it, I mean, I can't even say it anymore. It just, how is that? I mean, it's a great deal for the Raiders. And now the Raiders, the, what do they do though? They just traded their uh uh their traded their guard Osimile to the Jets. Like Osimile, yeah, to the Jets today. Well, good trade for the Jets. Honestly. Oh yeah, he's um, a great he's a great guard. Great guard, but they get out of that massive contract. <clears throat> Do you? I think they have to. I mean, no, we're gonna get to our Fab Five with crazy free agent predictions, but I think they have to make some moves in free agency and they have to build that defense in the draft. Man, they have three picks in that draft. They cannot miss. They cannot miss. I don't see how they can miss with pick number four. They might get Josh Allen. Who's who could be one of the best? He could be the best player in the draft. Oh, I, I've been saying I think he should go first. Well, now I think Quentin Williams should go first, but I think he should be up there for consideration too. Yeah, I mean that Steelers franchise, that empire fell so quickly. Oh my! They they burnt them. They literally, they it's like and on the on the own fault of themselves, they burnt themselves to the ground. It's like complete arson. And really, I just don't think Ben Roethlisberger is a good leader. I really don't like even I those disagree. even those comments that like that that came out about like the whole Mason Rudolph thing when he came on the team he's like I don't understand why they even drafted you 
Like, um, like, why do you tell that to this to like a? He's a bit. He's a, he's a little outspoken. He's a little outspoken. He's a little, you know, he's a little intense. But listen, if you look at both your hands and you look at his hands, aside from the fact that his hands can fit over your entire face and maybe head and pick you up like and a he basketball, has two rings and I don't. He's got two rings though. He's got two rings, man. Come on, you can't. He's not a bad leader if he has two rings. Yeah, but his last ring was in two thousand eight. I'm not. I'm, I'm. Maybe now it's falling apart a little bit. I don't know. I thought it was like 2011. Like crazy. No, 2011. I think it's 2000. Was it 2011? I think so. I think so. Because so. it was that was it was the year Paul Malo and Fitzgerald were on the cover of Madden. I don't know because I was talking to someone. I think I was talking. I think I was talking to someone the 2010 other day I don't about Antonio Brown and how he's never had a, got a ring. And I was like, the last time that they won a ring was 2008. I think. Whatever. I mean, like the, the dates and times and conference. It doesn't matter. Oh no. Two thousand nine. Oh, no. It was they, the 08 season. Splitting oh, hairs. Okay, yeah, splitting hairs. The guy got fle- they got fleeced, and they, they he's like, like like him or not, he's the best wide receiver in football. And oh, you know, he's getting older. The guy led the league in touchdowns. He can change his game. We think of him as a speedy breakaway guy with big good cuts and hit you down the field. That's what he came into the league as. Now he's moving to a possession receiver. He's that talented. And you get a third and a fifth. You better get Richard Sherman in the fifth and Alvin Kamara in the third. Otherwise, blow me. You better get Paris Campbell. That's who you better get. Yeah, you better replace him. We'll see. I man. mean, I'm excited to see what Juju does. Yeah, he's got his own team. I think, and you know, I think they could, and they have James Washington out of Oklahoma State. Maybe they feel he's good. Maybe they feel they could spend some money in free agency and throw some money around and see what they can bring in. Yep. So there you go. All right, moving on to pack your bags. Pack your bags, Pete. Pack your bags. Go back to Nowheresville. Pack your bags. Stick a fork in yourself. You're done. Will Wade, head coach of LSU. For those of you who don't know, uh, we spoke about the FBI thing a little bit earlier in the show. Will Wade is the head coach of LSU basketball, and they literally got him on a wiretap talking about how sweet this deal and offer he was. He made to this recruit smart. <laughs> he plays. He's smart. Like a freshman on the basketball team. This guy. He's he's bragging. He's like we we gave his mother so much. I mean the guy, the middleman. He was just complaining that the middleman wasn't like locking him in, you know, because his piece of the pie wasn't big enough. I mean this guy is screwed. He he might get the Pete Rose treatment. He might go to jail. Banishment. This guy. Shame. Might go, this guy might go to prison. Dude. Shame. Walk him through all of Westeros. And shame him. I used to tell people that shame. I used to tell, <laughs> I used to tell people that I wanted to go to prison for like a day. What? Just what? Uh, well, no, hear me out. I used to say that I wanted to go to prison for a day, just like a full twenty four hours, two sleep cycles, just to check it out and just see to what kick you, it, just to kick it and see, exactly. You see, you're on the same page as me. Just no, to, I I wouldn't want to do that. But well, you understand where I'm coming. <laughs> kick you, it. You understand where I'm coming. Just from, because though. I like know the way you think, and I know that like this is just that's you. Okay, yeah. I just wanted to go have like a little experiment in prison and see what it's like. Let's go to prison. That was a couple of years ago. Me right now, I do not want to. I don't want to go near. I don't even want to go to the court. I get freaked out by going. I, my aunt's inauguration to the New York State Supreme Court. I was scared to even set foot in the courthouse. It freaked me out. I don't want to deal with any of that shit. Okay. Oh, this you guy, thought you had done something wrong, even though you very clearly had not. Exactly. I don't want. Any Why part, am I here? Exactly. I don't want any part of the judicial system ever again in my life. And this guy sitting here two weeks ago, he's coaching LSU basketball to victories over Kentucky. 
two weeks from now, he could be in the courthouse. I, don't, I actually don't know how, like, the timeline. It could be months. But, like, yeah, this guy could be going. It's going to be months. Yeah, but this guy could be going to prison, man. He is screwed. He's no longer that. He, they, they've, they've, he's a ban right now. He's suspended right now. He's suspended right now indefinitely, a.k.a. you fucked. And that sucks because that program is on the rise. Oh, yeah. Dude. We're I, talking I about a potential, like, dark horse to win the NCAA tournament to this win, year. Yeah. To win. To not even go to the Elite Eight to win. That's a team that we Pe- liked. People were like, pick LSU because they could be a big upset win I right do a, there. I do a fake bracket every day to see how like my mind changes, like based on like CBS's bracketology. And there was times where I had LSU in my Final Four. I could I, definitely see that happening. 100%. Oh, yeah. And they played some tough teams. Kentucky, Tennessee. Kentucky, Tennessee, yeah. You know, Al- Alabama, Georgia, no slouch. They're no slouch. <laughs> Florida. There ain't no Fl- slouch. Florida, Ole Miss, Mississippi State, they ain't no slouch. No slouch. <laughs> no slouch. <laughs> what, are they, what are the teams in the SEC? Auburn. Auburn. They suck. No, Auburn ain't no slouch. That's dude. true. They ain't no slouch. Auburn, Auburn just Actually, beat. they were good at the beginning of the year. And Vanderbilt. They just, and they just beat Tennessee the other That's night. That's true. That's a good point. They That was a huge one for them to go into the 20. They were like a bubble team. Vanderbilt ain't no slouch. Ain't no slouch. I don't like Auburn, though. I don't South, like South Carolina. Ain't no, no slouch. slouch, dude. South Carolina, not this year. They're a bit of a slouch, but a couple <laughs> years back, they were ain't no slouch. Slouch city. Oh, and they had um, PJ, whatever. No, oh, uh, ooh, ooh. no, he's on the Clippers. Thornwell. Thornwell. Yeah, he was good. Good player. Uh, good player. He was sick in the tournament. Talk about getting drafted. That guy made his career there. Yeah. Well, pack your bags, Will Wade. Peace out, Girl Scout. See in prison. Psych, not going. Not not Josh. Don't oh, want to do that. That was, that was brutal. <laughs> that was brutal, man. All right. Moving on to no holds the best segment, Fab Five. We're doing the craziest free agent predictions that we can come up with. I don't. I mean, they're not crazy. Yeah, they're not, they're not looking like, at them now, they're not that crazy. But so there are predictions. There are predictions. And, what? you know, they could hit. They could not. So prediction number one, both safeties that we're talking right now about, Earl Thomas and Landon Collins stay within their same division, but for different teams. So I said that I think Landon Collins could end up on the Cowboys. I think they're going to go to the Colts, but I think it's a good pick, the Cowboys. I think it's crazy to put him there. Just to be like, you know what, NY? I'm going to play against you twice a year. Oh, my God, dude. If you how if you are – everybody in the Giants should go to the facility – the front office, everyone in the Giants front office should go to the facility, scatter around the various bathrooms, get on their walkie-talkies, count one, two, three, stick their heads in the toilet, hit flush. How do you let self really? How self No, royal flush. Royal flush. Ooh. That's what it's called. It's a royal flush when everybody in the department does it at the same time. Yeah, okay. like, that's what it's called. I've, if you did it at school and everyone, like... Timed it together. And you, you, you guys didn't. You never. You didn't I heard of that. Never do that. They did it when I was. <laughs> I've a never fresh, seen one executed. Before. I when I was a freshman, the junior class did it. Nice did school. it? Did it work? Yeah, I think one kid was a little off, but for the most part, it was pretty impressive. One kid like did it, and like the water shot back up. The poopy hair Dan, disgusting dude. That guy's nasty. Now he's got one of the grossest nicknames in the game. <laughs> yeah, it, it really screwed it. it really head poopy hair. It actually, actually ruined his life, honestly. Ugh. I feel bad for Poopy Hey D, but he was a funny nickname. He's a um, turd burglar now. Yeah, yeah uh, but did, did, how do you let Landon Collins leave? Is that's I'm not even gonna get into it. It's not as pathetic as the Steelers, but it's like a lowercase pathetic. And then so the second safety, Earl Thomas, I think he's gonna stay in in the uh, West in, in the, the NFC West. West and go to, go to the, the Niners. The right? Niners to play with Richard Sherman. What a good year last year, and they need him, and they have cap space. I think it's a good move. I think that'd be a great move. It'd be fun to see. It's also another slap in the face to Seattle. The team that he flicked off when he got injured last he's year. He's pretty down and slapped him in the face. I think it's yeah, that was pretty wild. Yeah. He's pretty down for that. Uh, he flipped 
the birds. The bird. Oh, yeah, he did. Threw right up there. He did. He I took, he took a giant Seahawks shit all over the birds. Do you got, I don't give people the finger anymore. Do you? I think it's kind of funny now. <laughs> I give like you guys the finger, like just like fuck. Like, I'll do it to now. the camera once in a while, like yeah, yeah, like to the camera is fine, but like all out in the street, like when I was like a, when I was in college, I feel like people use it when they drive though. I used to because you can't you can't talk right, so you have to like oh, you, I, you know something. what I some guy cut me off. It's also like and like it was so not it was so intense, and then he honked me and trailed me. After he cut me off, and I, I honked him. I'm like, it was like a safety. Then he got honk. out of the car, right? It was a safety honk, and he like, he like just followed me. I knew he wasn't going where I was going. He like followed me to like my place of work that I was driving to, and like pulled up next to me and was yelling. And then I rolled down the window and go, I can't hear you, and like made that face at him. And then go, oh wait, I hear what you're saying. Boom, flipped him off. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did you give away. him a? Did you give him a power flick? Which is where you like you I raise was, you raise your your pointer finger knuckle up, yeah. <laughs> no, or did you just give him the normal like? Haha, I was totally bird. driving your car, by the way. Oh, he took down your plates. He's gonna come find you. I was totally, I think, driving your. Actually, maybe not. Well, you don't have a car, so <laughs> I think I might. Have All right, your car. Um, number two. I personally believe that Tyron Matthew, the honey badger, will go to the Chargers. Yeah, keep jerking yourself off, dude. Okay. I don't understand why you don't think that's plausible. It is plausible. Keenan Allen's like already been recruiting him. Like, love to see Honey Badger come to L.A. They just released Jaleel Adai, who was there like six years playing strong safety. Like, they need it, and they don't like they don't want to have any holes in that defense. Like, that team is ready to win right now. And and Tyron Matthew is going to be 27 when the season starts. That's prime time for for a safety. I feel like. Yeah, and they don't have guys that are coming up that they have to pay anytime soon. No. And everyone's pretty fresh. Yeah, team. everyone's young and fresh. Like, why not get a guy like Tyron Matthew? Yeah, fair enough. Um, good, that's a good point. So, I heard, listen. Good luck. Number three, Le'Veon Bell goes to the Raiders. This is not. This is the least of hot takes. I mean, it's it's it just seems so perfect. To just be like, Le'Veon, go join AB. They need a running back. Yeah, they have the the cap space. You can't. They, they, There's they, not like a lot of flashy running backs in this draft, like Josh Jacobs. But like, who wants do, to spend a first round on a running back no, this year? No, you can't do beast mode part three. Right. <laughs> this beast mode. <laughs> you can't, you oh, can't start beast stick a fork in that guy. <laughs> he doesn't want to play anymore. I don't think. I think he's just like having fun on the sideline, telling jokes. Like he like walks around on the sideline with his helmet off. I don't want Le'Veon to go to the Raiders. I don't think anybody wants it besides maybe Oakland But I fans, but I think but that like AB could thrive there. Like really do really well. And I think that yeah. Le'Veon could kind of just he could implode. No, he could like implode it and make it for the worse for Gruden and like this this cast that Dude, he's, he's about o- to pull together. He's overrated, bro. Sorry. I know you love him, Nick. He averaged like three point nine per yards per carry against a good on a good Look, offensive line. Here, here's my difference between the two guys: is that AB is uh, just an absolute diva, but he's the best receiver in the league. Le'Veon Bell is not the best running back in the league. No. He was at one point. He was like the most. He was like the coolest, the swaggiest, the best fantasy running back. But like, he's not better than Ezekiel Elliott. He's just straight up not a better running back than him. I actually, to be honest with you, I don't know if I would take him ahead of Kamara. I don't know if I'd take him ahead of Gurley. You know, I mean. I, I mean those guys are What about great. how McCaffrey played last year? Oh, yeah. Love McCaffrey. I love McCaffrey. I'm so down to take McCaffrey over Le'Veon. And listen, for what it's worth, that guy like does not like cause any drama. I wouldn't be surprised if McCaffrey came out and said he was a Buddhist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he does take an annual trip to Tibet, I hear. 
he might even join the Waltons on that family vacated Joshua Tree. But not, he would drive them. The McCaffrey's in the Waltons. He's the designated driver. The McCaffrey's in the Waltons. He's the he's the like the watcher on the wall. Yeah. He's the watcher on the wall. He's, he's Jon Snow. He's very Jon Snow, Christian McCaffrey. It's opposite hairstyle, but yeah, very opposite hairstyle. But he's like the same heart. You know what he is when yeah. I talk about people. He's lunch. He brings his hard hat and his lunch pail to work every single day. Every day. So like so that. lunch pail. I like that phrase. You should. He should. That should be your a phrase, like a catchphrase for you. I think it's a good. He one. brings his hard hat and lunch pail to work every day. Yeah, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I'm like my I'm high not, school football coach used to say that. Really? Yeah. I, I, like, we're a bunch. Of, we're a bunch of guys who bring our lunch pails and hard hats to to work. Have you ever? Worn I mean, a, I've definitely heard that phrase from somewhere, but I don't remember where. I can't recall. Have you ever worn a hard hat? Um, yeah, on a set. I was a PA. <laughs> the, the, it was under construction, so I had to wear a hard hat. I don't remember. Kind of funny, <laughs> Number four. This is Josh's. Yeah. Trey Flowers goes to either Miami or Detroit. It's just like a hot take. I, I'm like, I'm kind of bummed that we're not going to resign him now after they, we've gone out and got Michael Bennett. Uh, but I think that he just goes to Flores. He goes back to Patricia. I think that was one of those two guys throw him the cash and he goes home to a defense where he can thrive in. I like and, that. And I they, do. And they both have cap space. I do. I like that. He fits well in both schemes. So I think that's their move right there. All right. And then number five, Justin Houston Goes to the Ravens. This is just such like the, the this is like the mo of the Ravens. They see a, a linebacker like the like Elvis Doomerville, like the same situation, bro. They go, they let C.J. Mosley go. Justin Houston gets cut by the Chiefs because of the cap space. The Ravens always have a good defense. Harbaugh Harbaugh's a great coach to play under. I think he they look at him, they go, okay, we're not gonna pay you as much as you get paid by the Chiefs. We can still pay you a lot. Let C.J. Mosley walk because C.J. Mosley is young, but he's twenty seven. He's like three years younger than Houston, and while he's very good, I think Houston's better and he's more fit for where this league's going. Also, just they love vets. They yeah, love vets vets thrive in in Baltimore. Baltimore. Their culture, I think it's a great fit for him. I I, I, I could see that, and I could see Pittsburgh. I just I just think. Who, if you're a player, why do you want to go play in Pittsburgh right now? Do you? No. If you're a free agent, let's say you're the top free agent. Money talks though. If they're if they're willing to pay someone, and also that's a great fan base. It's a great place to play. Like it's historic. Yeah. But like in terms of the locker room right now, no, I don't want to be there. Yeah, like it's. You, but give that a year. Maybe they sign a four year deal, and 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 you know, in a year, it's, things are better. They're like, I don't know. They're they like, just cleaned up their locker room. <laughs> they don't have a B and. Le'Veon anymore. Where's the drama? It's gone. Well, they're looking for a new face of the franchise. So, I mean... James Conner. Juju Smith-Schuster. Juju Smith-Schuster's funny. He's hilarious. And James Conner is like... Lunch pail. Lunch pail. (laughs) With a crazy haircut. Is he he rocking a crazy dude now? Yeah, he does like a... He does like a... Like, just his front half of his head is shaved and the back half is like... It's like mullet, but like no front. That's nothing is weirder than like Drew Gooden patch on your neck almost was that what JaVale, the javel mcgee thing oh the, the little rat the rat tail JaVale drew, McGee? drew gooden used to do it too he was like the he made it a thing no that should never be a thing it was embarrassing no. it's embarrassing it's embarrassing <laughs> um but yeah i think justin Houston it's goes pathetic it's pathetic <laughs> um yeah and that's our fab five for the episode and that is our sode yep thank you so much for listening guys um, just we to, talk March Madness. For oh minute. yeah, we have March we have Madness. a big announcement. We're gonna drop it on Instagram tomorrow. We'll be sending out messages all across the uh, the interweb and the stratosphere. March Madness <laughs> last year, the winner took home I think fourteen hundred dollars. 
Our goal is to double that, including the 25% of the pot that we are already going to donate to Merging Vets and Players. That's Nate Boyer's foundation. Um, Ryan Leaf's also a part of it. Uh, It's a great cause. We'll be talking a lot about it. We'll be in your face a lot about it. We're going to be on Instagram. They have this new thing called Instagram TV. We'll be posting one of our clips from the soda on that tomorrow. But we're also going to get together and maybe make a video about midway through the week. We'll make a video as a trio about our March Madness. Promoting, yeah. Promoting it. And just get involved. It's 10 bucks. I mean, like, everyone... You're like everyone listening to this. I hope that you make a bracket like once a year. I, why not do it with us? Oh yeah, I mean, I guarantee. I'm very confident. Why not throw ten bucks down, knowing that two dollars and fifty cents of that ten bucks is going to MVP merging bets and players? Yeah, and then for a good cause. I spend ten. It's literally, it's literally for the troops. Yeah, and you, athletes. You and also you could win if listen, and you don't have to know anything. Like like the the person who won last year. Like are my buddy Ethan? He don't know Scottini. He didn't know smack deadly about that. He won, but he won fourteen hundred dollars. And I'm, I'm, I'm honestly gonna, I'm gonna come out and say it. I guarantee that one of our charity strike bracket this year went three grand. Wow, that's a big one. Big I think, it's gonna, I think it's gonna happen. But the thing about Ethan though is that he's lunch pail. He's lunch pail and hard hat. <laughs> lunch pail. I'll let Josh close it out. I am the captain now. The fans out there swinging a full count, drag both feet inbounds, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free, and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Hey, guys, how come? Why should we hit our free throws? One. Because they're free. We out ya. We love ya. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks that's what our podcast people are the worst brings you with each episode i'm rachel And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.